The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. Derek is not here. I'm hosting today. We have Nick and Dave. We're going to jump right into the show because we are going to try to do the whole roster cuts in like 35 minutes. We're going to go somewhat, somewhat. Okay. Let's party. So we're going to apply what we saw in yesterday's game and see who kind of finally sealed the deal to make their case for making the team and who automatically just finally cut themselves out. Let's start off with the quarterback position. We didn't see Cooper Rush last night, but we did get to see Mike White. Seems like Garrett has been giving him opportunities after Mm -hmm. opportunities to make, you know, put some good film out there, but it hasn't been the case. So where do you guys feel that he stands as of right now? I just, I mean, I, we, I think we said last week you can never rule anything out and you don't know for sure because these coaches get in rooms and they have beliefs and biases. But based on what we have seen on the field, I just don't know how you could justify that. Nope. It, it, I mean, Taron Christian got here two days before camp and looked better in his mm-hmm. in his brief audition in the fourth preseason game. The throw over the middle to Cedric Wilson uh, right before halftime. Cedric Wilson, you know, it would have been a really tough catch for him, but he's coming across the field. Mike White, there's the window there. He just missed him. I mean, he, he, he threw it too far and in front of him. You got to make that throw. That's a that's a that's an NFL type throw, and he just hasn't made those plays at all. It, I hate to simplify it too much, but it seems like he struggles with anticipation, like the classic, like waiting for the guy to be open instead of anticipating that he's going to be open. He never seems comfortable in the pocket, and the offense just doesn't move when he's in there. With the exception of last week against Houston, he let him right down the field. That's one time out of I don't know twelve preseason possessions. Yeah. You don't have to keep him. I mean, like you, you're about to, at some point, you're going to sign your franchise quarterback to be here for a while. Uh, Cooper Rush has has looked really good for that role. Um, I, I think he he has kind of developed into a solid backup, and you. It's okay if your fifth-round pick from last year just isn't good enough. I mean, draft another one next year if you need to and and see if he can be better than Cooper Rush. I'm sure it's a bummer for them because Mike White is on a rookie four-year deal. Like Cooper Rush, they'll have to deal with. He's a restricted free agent in the offseason. So it would have been easier if White was the better quarterback, but he just hasn't been. He's not. Maybe practice squad if he makes it. Yeah. I'm actually I'm gonna publish I'm gonna publish a story later today about the practice squad and I I mean there's two quarterbacks on this roster yeah. who could who could conceivably be on the practice squad and it's for two different reasons like if White is on there it's to continue to develop as a quarterback if Taron Christian is on there it's because he can do about ten different jobs I'll be interested to he see he can run that yeah. was no, I mean I was impressed I, with some of the things that I saw I didn't expect it from him I thought he was one of the handful of most impressive players from last night's game yeah but now. We'll see what happens there with him. Um, obviously, Cooper Rush ended up making his case to be the backup as of right now, mm-hmm. unless something crazy happens to Dak later on. But 
we won't get to that. Now, moving on to the running back spots. What happens here? You know, <sighs> let's start off with Jerry Jones and his comments last night. He talked to the media for a pretty long period of time. Oh, my God. Like it was 45 forever. minutes. I thought there was something major going on. But, yeah. I mean, it's still kind of the same thing, The saying that the Cowboys are going to be preparing as if Zeke wasn't here, you know, just going to prepare for all case scenarios and be ready. It's kind of going back and forth because I feel like after hearing what he initially said on the fan before the luncheon was like, okay, as long as we have him for the playoffs type of stuff, we'll, we'll be good to go when he's coming back fresh with fresh leg. He's going to be unstoppable. Now, when he goes to the luncheon, it's like we're going to have – him on the field and you start getting the impression that maybe something changed here maybe they're getting closer to a deal and then last night you go back to well we have to prepare without him yeah i i think you got to remember and we say this all the time that there's some negotiating going on here through the media and so some that's why there's some back and forth but you'd be foolish to, to say we're gonna we're preparing to have him you know, I mean, yeah, at this point in the game, you have to be prepared not to for him not to be here. But I don't know. I don't know where I stand on it. I still just have this feeling that he's going to be here, but I, I, you're running out of time for him to be here and be ready. So how does this affect the roster as far as the okay. running back position? There's two ways to look at it. Uh, as of right now, Zeke doesn't count toward the 90 or the 53. Like it's he, he might as well not exist for the purposes of cutting the roster. Like he might as well not even be a member of the team because he's not right now. Um, so they're gonna cut to 53. Zeke has nothing to do with it. Um, Who are your backs? Tony Pollard's gonna make it. Jameez Olawali's gonna make it. Um, and then now. I, Jordan Chun, we got to figure out what's wrong with his ribs, but between special teams and backup duty, like I give him of the trio of Chun, Darius Jackson, and Mike Weber, yeah, yeah. I give him the nod mm-hmm. as the third. And then if Zeke's not here, you probably hold on to Alfred Morris, or you can cut him and just go with three running backs for the time being to make room for somebody else that you want to get onto the roster. Because as a vested veteran, Alfred Morris does not have to, he's not subject to waivers. You can cut him Saturday, re sign him on Monday. You could tell him that today, like, hey, we're going to cut you, sorry, and then mm-hmm. we're going to re sign you. And that way, and his salary is not guaranteed for the season. And to do that, it would be because of a guy like Luke Gifford or somebody like that. Any, it could be for any young guy that you feel good about. Like, well, like Luke Gifford is a great example because you don't want to subject him to waivers. You have to have him here for a day to put him on to put him on IR. Sure. Yeah. So you keep Gifford and cut Morris. You send Gifford to IR on Sunday. You re-sign Morris. Don't know if that's going to happen. Brian Broadus is convinced that they might carry Gifford because his injury is not that bad. That's. It's all stuff that we don't know, but it's going to be some sort of moving puzzle piece. Oh, yeah. it's, if Zeke's not here, I do think your running backs for week one would be Alfred Morris, Tony Pollard, probably Jordan Chun, and Jameez Zolawali. Yeah. And if, okay. if when or if Zeke comes back... Yeah, what happens then? What do you do with Alfred? Do you uh, still you, keep him? You, I think it deter- it, you find out how ready Zeke is to play. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, maybe if he's, you know, if he's not in football shape, then... You know, you, you probably do need to keep Alfred Morris there. Maybe you go longer at another position. Maybe you keep him all. Maybe you cut Jordan Chun at that point. Maybe you cut Morris. But I think it has to. You have to find out when he comes back. What is he able to do? So yeah. who who would be the guy 
right behind Zeke. Because based on what we've seen in the preseason, it seems like oh. they're leaning towards more with Tony Pollard rather than Alfred Morris, who we thought would be the main guy with because of his experience. I think Pollard would start, and I think that Morris would come in and spell him. That's what I think yeah. would happen. I think Alfred Morris is just a very experienced um, security blanket. You know, like he's there, He, you know he can do it, but from what we've seen of Tony Pollard, I would expect him to be out there for the first snap of the Giants game if Zeke's not here. All right, well, let's move on to the wide receivers here. This is going to be interesting because we have – these two guys that have been battling for a spot, Cedric Wilson and also Devin Smith, who makes it, or do they end up keeping both of them? What happens here and also when you apply what's going on with Noah Brown? Yeah, I, what I believe is going to happen with Noah Brown is I think he'll go to, um, he'll stay on PUP, uh, which means he'll he'll be there for six weeks at least. Um, I, so I don't think he's even a part of the, the equation. I think the way you, you could see how Devin Smith was out of the game uh, in the second half um, with Cedric Wilson out there running around. I, I believe that Devin Smith now has elevated himself over him, and he made a nice play on special teams, which would that's important. So I think at this point, Devin Smith makes it. Cedric Wilson's going to be bubble with other positions. I think Devin, the thing that works in his favor is he's – He's a good insurance policy as your X or Z receiver. If you know, Mari Cooper is dealing with plantar fasciitis or whatever it mm-hmm. is. So if one of those guys gets hurt, he can play the outside. I don't like with Noah Brown being out. Who else can step up and do that for you? Like Cedric is. Yeah. He's done most of his work on the inside. It feels like. I almost thought he was going to get injured last night because watching from the Devin? sideline. No, Cedric. Oh. Because watching from the sideline. Towards the second half of the game, his feet just looked wobbly. Like they kept wobbling. It was it was weird. Like I just I know exactly. It's like almost breaking. I don't know, you know how many plays that happened, but I know exactly one of them. And it was very late in the game when he caught one over the middle, and he it was almost like he didn't know did he want to go out of bounds or go upfield or whatever. And he was it was like that. It was like he was it was a little hesitant. I just don't think he's ready now. John Vay Johnson had a pretty nice game um, before he got hurt. We got a shoulder. Re-aggravated. And, you know, if you make a catch and make two guys miss and turn up the field and go 80 yards and run by people and stiff-arm people in the end zone, that probably puts you on the practice squad. I mean, I, well, that was Jalen Guyton. No, okay, just making sure because you said John Vay. <laughs> no, John Vay played I, well. Yeah. Then Jalen Guyton, because I'm thinking practice squad. Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking. All right, well, Guyton who, who goes showed on the practice off. Squad? You got to put him on the practice squad. Everything. I'm not. I'm not letting. If a guy can do that, sorry. If a guy can do that, he's making the practice squad for me at least. Well, you're. You kind of said I'm not letting him get away, but by putting him on the practice squad, you risk letting him get away. True, but if someone takes him for that, yeah. no, I, I. Good luck to him. I tend to agree with you. <laughs> like he showed off exactly why he's here with that right. play. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, if they keep six receivers, I think it'll be Devin and Cedric. I'm not convinced they need six. No offense to those guys. Nah. But but who knows? So here's a question that I've been seeing from fans in regards to Noah Brown. Why are the Cowboys so tied up with him and wanting to keep him despite 
the fact that we haven't necessarily seen much from him on the right. field. They they just love his 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 body type. They love the fact that he's a big physical receiver. They feel like he can be versatile in ways where he can do things you would love a an athletic tight end to be able to do. Um, so when he's out there, can he go deep? Yes. Can he also um, motion in here and block? It's not his strength, but he can do it. Uh, I mean, it might not be his strength, but he's better at it than the rest of these guys. Right. Like, they love him because he can motion in from outside and crack the defensive end or the linebacker and give Zeke or whoever else a lane on the outside. Like that's why they like him, and he plays a bunch of special teams. But he's always hurt. He which, maybe, maybe you shouldn't play him that way. <laughs> I actually I actually talked to Noah last night. He was just sitting there, and I was like, "Well, this might be the last time I see him for a while." Which he, I mean, which I thought was kind of weird. He was like, "You know as much as I do. I really like. I don't know if I'm going to be here." I was like. They're going to put you on pup. He was like, I really don't know. They haven't told me anything. I was like, why? Mm. Like, why haven't they told you anything? Like, they want him to try to get, you know, rehab and get better and all that. He did. I thought he made a good point. He was like, obviously, it's frustrating. This is my second training camp in a row where I haven't really had a chance uh, to get out there. But And he was like, but, you know, I, I thought I made a good accounting of myself when I got healthy last year. And hopefully they Dave, remember that. Dave, you're a people person. You know how to talk to people. And I, I would imagine that conversation went differently than you going up going, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. I didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. I said, hey, yeah. you got a minute? Like, I'm just curious what's been going on right, with you. Right. Like, no, of course I It was like, is this but, it for us? No, but I was standing in the <laughs> locker room and he was sitting there on his phone. I was like, well, if I don't talk to him right now and he goes on, he'll either go on PUP and be with the injured guys and never mm. be around or he'll be released and I might not ever see him again. So yeah. no time like the present. <laughs> he'll be around. I think it. it's the same. You know, people are like, why don't, why don't they cut Randy Gregory? Like, why? He doesn't. He's not costing a roster spot. Yeah. Like same thing with Noah Brown. Like he's clearly he's not going to make the fifty three. He hasn't practiced. So if he goes on pup, he doesn't count toward the roster. There's no downside to keeping him around. I, I personally think um, you know Cobb's the three, Tavon's the fourth. We know the first two guys. Yeah. Um, and then I think Devin Smith will be the five. If you need another guy, I, I would claim one. I just think there's going to be... A, well, that's another thing, yeah. There's a better guy out there than, than Cedric Wilson. There's a better guy out there than Devin Smith, probably. Yeah. Interesting. It depends on what you want him to do. But I just feel like there's going to be a Kayvon Frazier version of a wide receiver. A four-year guy, okay. good on special teams, and he can be better than what you have. That's a fair point. Now let's let's move on to the tight end position before we go into break. Witten, Jarwin, Schultz, boom. Again, what's the? Yeah. Are they going to be ready to play? Yes. That yeah, injury-wise, are good to or, go. They're not ready right now. They will be ready. They're fine. Keeping three. Marcus Keeping Lucas three. doesn't have practice squad eligibility. I commend him. I don't see him making the fifty-three. I think Cody McElroy is an interesting practice squad candidate. I do too. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. He's developed a lot in not a lot of time. He's barely, you know, he hasn't played a ton of football in his career. He's like, I mean. He's kind of like Rico, except he's. I think he's progressed more in a shorter amount of time, and I think they're intrigued by that. All right, well, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll dive into the offensive line. What's going to happen there? Who are they going to keep? Who are they going to let go? Good on paper. It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. 
Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeardealer.com slash football. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East Riders, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets to today back to the break welcome back we are doing our own roster cuts prediction before should, the official one happens we should be tomorrow. writing these down That's i know okay. well it'll be recorded you can always go back to the website all right well let's dive into the offensive line we know the starters who the starter is gonna be but who are they gonna keep as the backup and how many guys joe looney i think sofilo makes it and cam fleming that's Eight. Eight. And then I think Adam Redman probably. He can play guard and center. He he seemed like he handled himself well last night. He got a lot of snaps at center. I just, you know, and, and, and Connor McGovern, Connor. I'm assuming. Will go to IR. Will go to IR, although, again, so what happened to move him to him? IR, he's got to be there. With, he, sorry. He, he, like, re-aggravated he, it? So there were two practice days last week. They, they put him out there to see, you know, how he'd hold up if he could – sort of get into the flow of it and and he re-aggravated it i think he said last night that he felt a pop while he Mm. was working and Mm. it just you know they tried and it didn't work out and don't know for sure but i just i would assume he would go to ir yeah i don't know why you have to have nine linemen like why do you have to have adam redman you don't have to i just well when your o-line is so questionable as far as injuries i mean we saw zach martin go out last year several times and then you have to start plugging in guys so Afilo also when had you injuries. have that when you have depth i just think you should take advantage of it and adam red i mean you know he's not travis frederick but he's started games in the nfl he's been around i think i would feel i mean i'd prefer Connor mcgovern but i'd feel fine if he was there um i mean if you want to I just think if it gets really close to an, another position, I mean, you know, get some of these young guys on the practice squad to to pra- to help you practice with your depth. But I just I don't know. Like I don't know why you really have to have a ninth guy. You definitely don't have to. But like I said, like you've got a position of strength. Why not take advantage of it? And the, and the reason or, why I kind of say that is I I think that. Um, you know, Looney Looney's almost like having two guys. He's like he's yeah. he's a backup center yeah. and he's a backup guard. So, which I love Xavier Suafilo. I know you do. 
great guy. I wonder, you know, Stephen Jones said on Wednesday that they've received phone calls about their offensive and defensive linemen. I wonder if that's a guy that you could maybe move for a draft pick or something. Yeah. Just, you know, he's he's played. That's something to keep an eye on. That I, I yeah. think something like that's going to happen because it almost always does. Typically, the Cowboys are the ones giving away a pick for a player. But this year, maybe they give away a player for a pick because mm-hmm. this is a deep roster. So yeah. you, do, you don't have to keep nine O-linemen, though. I just no. I like the idea of having four capable backups if something happens to one of the starters. Right. Because it has with frequency over the last <laughs> few years. True. Well, let, let's move into something more complicated, the defensive line. Oh, what happens here? Oh, That's going to be tough. It sucks. I don't know what <laughs> to I, do with it. I kind of feel like if I if if I were cutting the team, I would I would do that last. I would just be like, all right, do all these other things, and then get down to the end and be like, okay, how many do I have left? You have eleven. Okay, all right. Still going to be tough, but at least I have that. I think the report over the report over the last few days was as few as eight or as many as ten. I lean toward ten. Ten. But then, but then there's there's all kinds of X factors. Literally, while we've been on this show, Jerry Jones went on 105.3 here in Dallas and said Taco Charlton's going to be on the team. It's not a surprise, but there's been a lot of speculation about him. Brian Broadus, who Brian doesn't just throw crap at the wall. He's a pretty well-informed guy. He said last night that he thinks Daniel Ross might have an injury concern that could wind put him on IR. Don't know, you know, need need to get more information on that. But again, like I don't think Brian would just throw that out there willy-nilly. All right, I think we can do this because, and also, and I talked to Stephen Jones yesterday. We had to do a, a TV show and. Joe Jackson's on the team. Oh, for sure. So there's no okay. Question. Let's start plugging in right. the little no. snippets. D Law's making 21 million a year. He's on the team. D Law's <laughs> on the team. Malik Collins is on the team. Um, Cro- we, Joe, ja- Joe Jackson, Tyrone Crawford, and and Taco, Taco. according to Jerry, Quinn. are on the team. Well, well he's suspended. Not yet. So he for the first two games. So Quinn doesn't count. That's, okay, so he doesn't count if he's. That's no. something okay. for them to deal with in two weeks. Tristan Hill's your second. Tristan round pick. Hill is on the team. That's six. Six. Um, I think Dorrance Armstrong, Armstrong is on the team. Seven. Kerry Hyder, I think. Kerry Hyder is mm. on the team. Okay. So we're at eight. Did we say Covington already? Nope. Christian think, Covington. I think he makes the team. Nine. And you know that's the, the Ross thing. Spot. The Ross thing makes it easier. It does because you're sitting there and you're thinking Daniel Ross, Daniel Wise. Who balled out last Daniel night? Daniel Wise balled Wise. out, man. I'm not. I'm not letting him go. Not. I mean, I don't. That's my ten guy. Tenth guy, Jalen Jelks is probably you know you don't have to worry about that. I mean, he I think he could be maybe be an IR. Maybe it depends on he's in a walking boot. I don't know how long that's yeah, going to be. Yeah, I don't know. But Jelks was a guy obviously I thought you know would make it, and he's kind of hit a wall. But Ricky Walker, I I'd, I'd find a spot for him on the practice squad if he if he doesn't yeah. clear waiver. I do. I mean, I need to. We missing anybody? Well, like a veteran. You're right. Like Dan, the Daniel Ross tidbit makes it a little bit easier because you're sitting there thinking for a while i thought it was between ross and taco mm-hmm. i'm like man i don't know ross is sneaky good like if what are you going to do there but it's if, pretty good in those one-on-one battles yeah you know like like if you put him up against starter it, it yeah it, it's a good battle yeah but if you put him up against one of these younger guys i mean it's not even close i mean ross just kills these guys are we forgetting anybody that i'm gonna feel stupid about forgetting later 
Yes, you know, Antoine yes. Woods. Oh, oh, wow, yeah, damn. Right. Oh, I thought you guys mentioned him. that screwed our whole thing up because <laughs> Ant- I mean Antoine Woods is going to make the team. He's your best nose tackle, or him and Covington. Either way, you still need him. What and there again? Now you're wondering how you find a spot for Daniel Wise. Wise. I was gonna. Say, I was like, there's no way it was that easy. There's no way. Wise's stat line last night. I told you in the press box, he, he would be like defensive player of the week. It was David Irving in Green Bay esque. Six six tackles, three tackles for loss, two sacks, uh, three hits on the quarterback, and he played like one half. So what do you do? I'm not cutting Wise. All right, let's start over. <laughs> let's start over. Demarcus you Lawrence. You messed me up when you put Joe Jackson I'm, well, in early. I was trying to go by order of most obvious. Yeah, but do let's, some starters. Starters. Demarcus Lawrence. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tyrone Crawford. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Malik Collins. Agreed. Antoine Woods. Agreed. That's that. We could start with those four, right? You could four. You could start. Yeah. Like that. That's your starting That's lineup. Preferably. Okay. Let's get some backups in here. Taco. Taco Charlton. Per the owner. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Christian Covington. All right, I'll, all right, we'll get his weight on. We'll him. get to him. Okay. Um, Dorrance Armstrong. Dorrance. Yes. Tristan Hill. Yes. Hyder. Mm-hmm. Kerry Hyder. Yes. You're at eight. Okay. Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Nine. Nine. Now, they could keep 11, but um, we'll just say 10. Why? Crawford. Yeah, we, we said yeah. Crawford, Caden. Wise or Covington? <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I, you know, I. I don't. Huh. Okay, who who would you be leaning towards the most out of those two guys? I mean, you're always going to lean toward the guy who just balled out. I'm, but I'm, this is why it's a it's a 53 man position. You you know, yes, we have to go position by position. But the the wise versus wise versus the ninth lineman. See, I'm not doing that. I don't need a ninth lineman right now. Also, freaking because if Covington didn't even play. If you don't play, that typically says that they feel some type of way about you being on the team. And that's he is the cl- good point. He is the classic guy. <laughs> He's in. Christian Covington is the classic guy where you know us and fans. Mike Jackson didn't play. He's hurt. I know. Yeah, but <laughs> he's the classic guy where people are like, "Well, what's he done?" And then you talk to the coaches, and it's like, "What hasn't he done? He's incredible. He's amazing." Yeah, I know. I, just, I haven't seen it yet. I I I have. I mean, not. He hasn't been like dominant, but I've seen him flash. I just I think he'll be on the team. I do. Yeah. Well, and maybe I don't know. I don't know if you can afford to cut Daniel Wise, but I don't know who gets cut to. And again, maybe they could trade somebody. Maybe they'll. I like Covington. Maybe Taco is on the fifty-three until Sunday when they trade him. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. And I don't know. I shouldn't just throw <laughs> stuff out like that. But what the do... defensive line is the hardest thing to figure out about this whole team. Yeah, ten ten just seems solid. That you're going to keep ten, and you know, let's move on to linebacker because that that is oh. a good problem though to have oh, right yeah. now. I mean, when you're having such a hard time to figure out what player to keep, we said last night in the press box, like as recently as two years ago, Wise would be like written in stone, oh. and it just it's a testament to how much work they've done on the D line that it's this tough. I'm, I'm telling you, like we're going to be in week four and be like, do you see that Ricky Walker's playing for the Jets and he had two sacks? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it, it that, happens. It happens. All right, let's hit the linebacker position. It's getting kind of tough, too. Here's a question I almost asked earlier, but I thought I would just wait till now. Do we do we know for sure? I mean, Luke Gifford played played well in the in the scrimmage and, and practice, and then he had one half, gets an interception, and then he gets hurt. So we're kind of like, he's good. But Justin Phillips has been better. 
He got an interception that was that was ESPN worthy. He's played more. He's, pl- he's played more. He's everywhere. He's last everywhere. Night. I don't know how. I mean, why not him over Luke Gifford? I don't know. I and the, it's just me trying to read between the lines because Luke Gifford is an undrafted free agent. <laughs> he's an undrafted free agent who got hurt for a significant period of time, and they have carried him this whole time, which hurts your ability to practice. It messes up your rotations in the game. And it just seemed, you know, anybody, you know, uh, Andrew Dowell hurt his hamstring on the second day of camp. They're like waved injured. Bye. Get out. Sorry. Let's get uh, Phillips back. Yeah. Let's get Justin Phillips back because Dowell can't go. And then Gifford gets hurt and they're like, well, we got to, we got to hold on to him. So, well, when you see talent, you can't just let it go. I don't disagree with that. But like, to be blunt, it would be incredibly stupid if they carried him for all this time and and didn't have a plan for him. So, like I said, I don't. We don't know where he is in his recovery. They could try to carry him because he'd probably be inactive on the 53 anyway. Or they could IR him. And All right. It just depends. You got the Wolf. You got Jalen. You got Van Der Esch, Jalen, Sean Lee, Joe Thomas. Locked. Done. Over. March. I think March is probably your fifth. He played well last night. He yeah. did. Uh, I think March is your fifth. And then Justin Phillips. Although, I think maybe the most underappreciated guy is Nate Hall. He played great last he night. He was awesome, and he's been reliably good. He's a smart guy. He went to Northwestern, special teams, looks good in the games. Like, see the one that's really tall? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He's got like a almost safety-like build. Tight end like almost, yeah, yeah. Tight end, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that, Keeping seven or six? I think six. I think six, especially with that. Well, think about it like this. Who would you rather like? I mean, if it comes down to Justin Phillips or Daniel Wise. Oh, I'm keeping wise. Okay, pass rushers all day. Right, and 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 that's the thing about wise. He he's so uh, he's so versatile. I mean, he's going to give him a whole year to just be yeah. in the weight room and all that, and then he'll come back and he'll probably be a defensive tackle type guy. Yeah, you love you love to joke about like the guy who wins the job on Saturday and loses it on Sunday. I could see one of those linebackers being a guy who loses the job on Saturday and gets it back on Sunday. Because if they move Gifford to IR, I would assume they're going to sign a linebacker to replace him. Or maybe they could get one. That's one of the worst things that happens is when that guy makes the team. Because we like to call it the final roster and nothing's final. But then they claim this guy from the Chargers and all of a sudden you're like, well, he's out. Yeah. It's you're not yeah, you're not sad. safe you're not safe until like Tuesday mm-hmm. when when you really start prepping for week one. Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, we'll dive into the defensive backs. That's going to be another interesting area. Yep. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay. What's not too? Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the. That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for Tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes up to 64 ounce. The Growler. Mm. 
Mmm, I like how OtterBox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the OtterBox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at OtterBox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. To the break. All right, let's get specialists out of the way right. first. Since well, that's I'm just trying easier. to buy some time as Dave's trying to uh, tally up what we've got. We How know many numbers. Hey, Maher didn't it. play. Redford, you know, he, he tried to, you know, had, had a field goal, whatever, missed an extra point. Maher's your <laughs> had, guy. Had a field goal, whatever. <laughs> well, did you see it? Yeah, it was, it was like bad. a knuckleball. Yeah, I mean, Tim Wakefield threw it. So as soon as they missed the two point conversion, which they were probably was cheering in the press box, going on, nobody wants to tie or overtime. Right. But um, but I, I was standing right by the cheerleaders and they were cheering, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it, quit cheering. They didn't want it for overtime. <laughs> um, but I, I really thought that Redford would get an opportunity to kick kick it and try to win the game, and they didn't. Christian and them, all those penalties, they didn't get down yeah. there. But um, so NLP and Chris Jones and Maher, those are your three guys. So go ahead and put three for specialists. I know there's like a subsect of people that think Redfern could take Chris Jones's job. I mean, he hasn't been bad as a punter. Yeah. I And I think we said it last week, like, I would never rule anything out after what happened last year, but I don't see it. Like, And, yeah, you could save money cutting Chris Jones. They don't need to save money at all. No. I think they trust yeah. him. That would surprise me. Yeah. I know people have been talking about it, but and then I don't, the don't so. you know, Don't mess up with what you got with the kicker right now. And, yeah. And, and now you he give him the a holder. new holder. Mm-hmm. Just, it's fine. All right. DBs. DBs? Okay. Keeping six corners. Let's start with what, what we know. Well... Let's go with. Let's definitely start with our uh, Cheeto and Byron, and then Jordan and, and, and Anthony Brown, and then um, CJ Goodwin is a is a good one for our special teams. <laughs> ah, five. That was terrible. It was terrible <laughs> in the best way. Yeah, coming from you. Yeah, the, exactly. No, I have cheese ball Jones over here. Anyways, five <laughs> corners, safeties. We got Heath. We got uh, Donovan. I mean, sorry. Um, Xavier Woods, Donovan Wilson, for sure. Keeps balling out. And Darian Thompson, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll keep old DT. Okay, I'm catching up to y'all now. We so, Okay. Four. I, so we've got eight. We've got eight DBs rot, like etched in stone. Uh, Byron, Cheeto, Jordan, Brown, Goodwin, Woods, Heath, Wilson. Okay, need another safety. Yeah. Another safety. Uh, where's your Where'd your stat book go, Amber? You have it. Oh, I'm writing on the back of it. Wow, I'm all. Darian Thompson, you know, is a guy. It, it's either going to be Darian Thompson or Darian didn't play either. Yeah, that's he's in. 
I think he's into. <laughs> Which, ironically, like, you know, we've been, I feel, you know, we kind of, we piss people off because we're like, he's in, he's in, he's in. And fans are like, what has he done? Right. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just telling you what they tell us. Kayvon Frazier was playing in the Kayvon Frazier's playing playing late in the second half of that game, and that's just not a good sign. Okay, we haven't mentioned him. But Cause, what cause, happens here? Because he's playing in the end of the game. I think they're okay <laughs> with him getting hurt and not being on the team. I think they, I think they trust Thompson more on defense, mm-hmm. and they both can contribute on special teams. And I feel like Kayvon, he okay, was, right he's, he have... was never a burner, but I feel like he's lost the step even from that. And that's probably, a, you know, he had knee surgery and yada yada yada. Well, right now we're at eight, yeah. and we're not even mentioning his name to Kayvon. Yeah, to be yeah. added. I just the writing seems to be on the wall yeah. that he's not going to make. I the think team. we're at nine now, and that breaks added, my heart. We yes, just added Darian Thompson. Darian Thompson. Okay. So you're at nine. So where are we overall? Can we do that number at this point in time? Two, six, <laughs> eleven, fourteen, twenty-three, thirty-three, thirty-nine. 40, 44, 48, 51. Okay. So there's two roster spots. And just, okay, so for clarity's sake, we only have five receivers, so there's a spot available there. We have 10 D linemen, six linebackers, nine DBs, nine O linemen. Okay. And how many linebackers, you said? Six Six, right now. One of those is Luke Gifford. So, like, if Justin Phillips or Nate Hall were to make the team, it would be and, after cuts. And the guy that we're not mentioning at defensive back yet is is Alumba, who has done everything possible to make the team. Then he gets a pick six. Yep. Playing in the second half, a lot of it was was on a necessity. Don't you? And, and I don't know this. And me personally, I think Donovan Alumba deserves to make the team. But don't you just have a bad feeling? Yeah. That they're just going to be like, yeah, but. Sorry. And it's, you know, they love to say football is a meritocracy, and it's really just not that true. Because, and it it just, it is what it is. Like, he doesn't have the high-end speed. He's not, you know, I don't think they would trust him if he had to play defense in a week one game. Meanwhile, you know, Tristan Hill played that entire game, and you know he's going to make the team. And, you know, it's it's not always 100% fair. We got two spots. I'm keeping wise. I keep eleven D linemen. All right. What would okay? Instead of trying to figure that out, because we there's no way for us to know. Sure. What is the pool of players that you would consider? So Donovan Alumba for sure. Wise. Uh, Daniel Wise for sure. Cedric Wilson for sure. Um, Maybe Phillips. Justin Phillips. Justin Phillips. Forty four. Maybe Ricky Walker. I mean, I don't don't know about making the team. Sixty. Maybe. It's probably it, though, right? I mean, uh, Jokes is not going to be a part of the. I don't think so. I don't. I think he's going to get injured. In I'm going to reserve. I'm going to write down Nate Hall just out of pure bias because I like him. Um, Mike, Mike Jackson. Jackson. Mike Jackson. Good one, Caden. Uh and th- I mean, unless they were to keep four tight ends, which I don't think is mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. So you're talking. 
Mike White, you could throw him on that list. You know, if you fine. want. Oh, <laughs> come fine. on. All right. What? I'm just saying. That gives you that gives you eight guys for You still when you look at the list, you're still gonna cross him out. <laughs> okay. All right. Cross so, him off then. So of those two spots, I mean Alumba and then Mike Jackson. Again, it's not always fair, but fifth round draft picks, they love to protect their draft. Mm-hmm. He's he's the fifth corner, really sixth, so like Something would have to go catastrophe, just catastrophe for him to be playing regular snaps anyway. Uh, and then Daniel Wise and Cedric Wilson, like those, feel like the four to me, where you have to make a call. And we we have two roster spots. You don't want Wise? I said Wise, didn't I? Oh, I circled no. forty-four. I meant to circle sixty-four. Oh. Sorry. So Alumbo, Wise, Cedric, and Mike Jackson. Is Covington on that list as well, or no? Chris Covington. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah, we put him on our 53 when we did it in the studio the other day. This is tough. <laughs> I hate this. Well, we'll know tomorrow. And the thing Saturday, is, is there's three players that are going to be on this team that are, yeah. that are playing on somewhere else yeah. right now. We know that. And they're going to be better than all of those guys. That's what they got to find out. The, those two spots right there is... Are there going to be better players than just that pool? Which we, I can't predict that. I, yeah. But so in just in, guys. in the interest of looking at this, I, I would definitely keep Wise and just go 11 D lineman, which I kind of doubt they'll do. And then take your pick between Alumba and Jackson. Alumba deserves it more, but Jackson is the draft pick. Yeah. Okay, we're running out of time, but when we look at this thing overall, and we keep talking all throughout training camp how much talent, young talent, that the Cowboys have right now. What position would you say feels like the weakest out of the whole roster? That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, Honestly, I hate saying this when you have a goat there, but tight end. Tight end. Tight end. Yeah. Because they've been banged up, and then you just don't know what Witten's going to give you. Yeah. I mean, you, I think he's going to be pretty good. But I think he's going to be what he's been, and what he's been is a guy that's a you know he's a declining player, and but a declining Hall of Famer, which right. is which is you know it's a good place to start. But I, I, tied in, I, I just wonder what what they're going to have there. I also, I mean, running, oh. I mean <laughs> running backs. As, as of right now, one of the best players in the league isn't on your roster. I would be fascinated to see how. That's true. That's a better one. I'm fascinated to see how that could play out. Like I, I part of me really wants to see if if Tony Pollard could do this, but part of me also wants the best running back in the league to come back to the team. So, got to shout out running back as a trouble spot for the time being. Part of me just wants both of them. Yeah, sure. But, <laughs> so just combine it. No, no but yeah. like I, I just no, I get you. You know, the this there's this analytical argument raging in the NFL right now about whether running backs matter. Well, if if Zeke doesn't show up in the next week, we're gonna get to find out. Mm-hmm. So that is really intriguing to me. But also, as somebody who wants the Cowboys to succeed, I'd rather not find out and just say, put 21 in. It's like you want to see where the drama leads to, exactly. what's going to be the end of yeah. the story. But at the same time, you don't want it to be at the sake of losing a game. Like, you know, you know, so. God, this is going to sound <laughs> morbid. But like there's people talk about like when you're standing on the side of the subway tracks, like everybody who's ever stood there is like, I wonder what would happen if I just jumped out there, you know, but like you don't actually want to do it. <laughs> this, is, this is a real thing. I sound crazy now, but just because you think about it doesn't mean you actually want to deal with the reality. That's what I'm saying. Put a parachute, parachute on 
and you then know, jump and then pull it and then you'll be fine. I don't think that would work in a in a subway station. I'd say who's who's getting nervous. Oh, right subway! Now. I, I'm yeah. picturing like a mountain on off a cliff. We don't hang. have to talk about my fantasies. Of death. <laughs> okay. Sorry. This is a definitely Cowboy Nation is is so you know worried about this, but there's a lot of people in every team, every fan of teams are, are worried about this because. He affects a lot of fantasy football drafts. Yeah. yeah. What do you do when you're sitting there with the third or fourth overall pick? Do you take this guy or do you not? People I haven't heard from in five years are texting me. Yeah. Wow. What's up with Zeke? I, I got a draft I, tonight. I, I'm <laughs> drafting third overall. You think I should do it? Like, shut up. Like, what? Take, the guys that took Le, Le'Veon Bell last year are not going to do that. Probably not. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And Next time you hear from us, it'll be the regular season. <laughs> Week one. Let's Week go. One. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure to check out DallasCowboys.com. Tomorrow, the roster cuts are going to be happening. So hopefully we'll get a better idea of what this roster is going to finally end up looking like for the 2019 season. Now for Nikki Min, David Hellman, and Member Garcia, this has been The Break on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?